0: Kitchen Rudimental, a series in which chef and author Annie Smithers investigates the very basics of kitchen craft. Annie Smithers, with a with a with a coffee. It's your morning coffee.
1: It is my morning coffee. I'm very early in your house this morning, and I'm um, having oh,
0: a I've done, the, I've done the coffee. right thing. Oh, it's a beautiful coffee. <laughs> Which brings us to the subject of potatoes. Oh, back
1: to potatoes. Well, we never left, really. I never leave potatoes. I think, um, you know, I know that they're not always thought of as an integral part of everybody's meal, but I sort of, I like to include a potato with my main courses. I feel that they are not complete without.
0: Okay. And, well, and that's an interesting way you put that, with my main courses. Maybe your
1: potato could be your main course. Well, it could be your main course. I mean, oh, a good potato curry oh, that's a delicious thing with a bit of rice and, all oh, peas and, all oh, little mustard, crunchy mustard seeds, mustard seeds, and curry seeds. Leaves, Yeah, so. yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Um, but then there aren't moments when, um, and this is one of the things that we're looking at today. Look
0: at that there, thing of, of, of wonder this and joy. Is, this
1: is a, you can't see our thing of wonder and joy, but this is a beautiful potato and griot terrine that I make that if I serve this as an entree... I don't have potatoes in my main course because they've had enough potato when to start with. No yourself. more potato for you. No, you can't double up on the potato. So it is a variation on a theme, though. Sorry, I'm just turning something down on the stove.
0: You're steaming some potatoes there for later, mm-hmm. for something for, else. For, for
1: another week. <laughs> it's that beautiful relationship between potatoes and dairy.
0: And you said it's a potato and gruyer. So, Gruyère, I mean, talk about the specifics of that and why that particular cheese works so nicely with a sponge.
1: Well, Gruyère, Comte, you know, the classic French hard cheeses or semi hard cheeses, they melt beautifully. They have a flavour profile that works very well with potatoes. And the thing that that I find so beautiful about you know, so actually serving something like this as an entree or a standalone dish and I would serve this on a little crisp salad with your know, walnuts and some um, dressed pear, you know, something like that. Yeah, you know, slightly bitter leaves like frisee or endive. Um, is the combination of the Gruyere Comte family of cheeses, potatoes. This has got a, a little light cream and egg custard through it to hold it together. It's particularly delicious with, you know, a white wine like a Chablis or a Chardonnay. And it's something that I think we should talk more about is that there's a lot of foods that bring out great beauty in wine mm. and there's wines that bring out great beauty in food and that's that beautiful thing of wine pairing and food match. So this is something that I think is particularly lovely with a good Chablis or Chardonnay. So, Which
0: is always a wonderful thing in, in, in a restaurant setting to actually not be that person who assumes their knowledge is superior and won't take advice in the restaurant, won't listen to someone who is trying to guide them towards pairings and suitability.
1: Yes, it is but people have also have their own taste. And I think one sure, of the that's one nice of the thing. To say. But one of the things that is and I know that our lovely Bronwyn who does all of our wine stuff at, at work, you know, the first question that she'll ask a customer is, What do you like to drink? Mm. And that gives her an idea of if they're looking for suggestions, which path to go down? Yeah, you know, because a lot of people might say, "Yeah, you know, oh, chardonnay. Oh, I hate chardonnay." Yeah, you know, and think of chardonnay as a really big, oaky, you know, that uh, you know a, a version of chardonnay that they associate with that is not necessarily exactly the same across what any restaurateur mm. might have on their list. And they will say, "Well, look." I'll give you a sniff of this one and see if you like it because it's much more austere and we feel that it goes beautifully with the flavors in the dish. So it is a it's a um it's a fine it's it's a fine art but a loose art if that makes sense. It's yeah. about learning, it's about picking up on what people like and knowing what you've got on your list that actually could suit those tastes
0: and you you, you say yes personal taste but even so, intrinsically between a particular dish and a particular family of wines, there are these things just work, and, and that's yeah. that's regardless of what you prefer. Burgundy and duck. There you go. You yeah,
1: know, Burgundy is all. Burgundy and Pinots are always going to be better with duck than a great big hmm. yeah you know, tannic Shiraz. You know, that's... Which is
0: going to be nice with your big lump of red meat.
1: <laughs> exactly. So it's sort of, but it's, it's, it's a, I find it a fascinating subject because it's not something that I excel in. And when you mm. do eat in a restaurant and you, as more and more restaurants are going to set menus because of your staff and cost constraint, all, of, all the things are happening at the moment is that it I think it allows our wine folk to really sing you know their knowledge and their expertise in being able to guide diners to try things that they n- might not usually drink like for this i would love a dura wine but it's a bit expensive for me to splosh about too much so tell me know. about that i uh, same region region of cheese you know just sits perfectly with the dish and it's just something that you don't you know you don't Find so often and things, but these are the things that the wine people of the world keep in the back of their head and think <laughs> Yeah, let me show you something really special. Back to potatoes and cream. I so
0: love this terrine, just 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 looking at it is it's so beautifully browned. And there they are. The, we, you've cut through a section here
1: and. We have and a cross-section of the, the track. The layers take the You can take a, can take a little iPhone shot and put it up. Good, I'll do light. that. Do yeah. that. Um, so this is really the grown-up version of Pomme Dauphinoise. So, yeah, Pomme Dauphinoise translates to the regular person as potato gratin. Yeah, where you slice your potatoes and you put some cream in there and you put a bit of cheese on the top. Very nice. That That is, this is the sophisticated version of that. Yeah. And it's not even that sophisticated. It's just that little sort of, you know, yeah, it's that little piece of prestidigitation that uh, us cooks uh, excel
0: at. Where's the special care in this, in, in the knife work on the potatoes? The special
1: care is, no, these potatoes have been sliced Stop. on the blade in the Magi Mix. Okay. So oh, okay. I think that this is, it's 1.25 kilos of sliced potatoes. I think, don't, I'll give you the recipe. What kind of potato? These ones are Dutch creams. Um, they have gone through the slicer on the Magimix, the two millimetre slicer. Um, they are, There is then a custard of whole eggs and cream that has nutmeg, salt, black pepper and yeah, I think that's it in it. Um, so you whisk that up in a little bowl, have yeah. that on the side. This one doesn't have garlic in it because they're... Um, sometimes fructose people don't like garlic so but you can put a bit of garlic in there. Um, can I, can I stop
0: you on that because that garlic's sort of an interesting thing in dishes like this that it
1: Garlic works beautifully with potatoes. Garlic oh. works beautifully with dairy. you know it's sort of just part of the flavor profile. Um, okay so then we have a, a log tin. So I have, this one was actually made in a, you know, a Le Creuset terrine tin. So think think rectangle, not broad rectangle like it's, a loaf tin. It's but like, yeah, I
0: was going to say, it's, it's narrower than a, than a loaf tin. Mm. You know, you it's more
1: sophisticated. You could a still terrine do it in tin. a loaf tin. You could do it in a, in a, in a loaf tin. Mm. I line it with a strap of baking paper at the bottom, so with the handle sticking up to help you lift it out. And then I put a layer of the potato. I pour the custard over the over the potatoes. I layer some potatoes in the bottom.
0: With I just, just wanted because I just had a mental image of your strap of baking paper, and mm. that's a really. So we have oh. we have the length. The so length is the paper? which
1: drawer? In the third drawer
0: down on the left. Third drawer down on the left.
1: So this is because
0: I think that 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 handle idea is a really this is really good one
1: that I do often. So I've taught. So if I have. Let's say a 25 centimetre length of my tin, Mm -hmm. I will tear off say 40 centimetres of baking paper, and then I'm going to fold it in half lengthwise, and then fold it in half again, and then I'm going to grease my tin, And then I'm going to sit this in my tin like that.
0: And the ends are going to poke up beyond the the edge of the tin? Poke
1: up above Mm. the end of the tin by a couple of centimetres. So you can lift it out. And that gives me, and I do that with a lot of things. I do it with foil for some things. So it's just one of those little tricks that I do that, you know, facilitate.
0: That's such a cool thing.
1: (laughs) That's a cool thing a little strap of paper (laughs) or foil. I pour my custard over my potatoes. I have my tin that is lined with my little strap of paper and greased on the side and on the bottom because you are having a custard in there. About a third of the way up, I put a layer of grated Gruyere. Then I put more potatoes in, more Gruyere, more potatoes. That sort of finishes the potatoes off.
0: I tip all the so rest your, of the So your bottom in. section is pretty solidly potato so
1: potato then cheese potato then cheese and then finish the cheese on the top and scrape in all any custard that's left in the bottom of the bowl then i put another piece of baking paper over the top of that just so that it is protected and i cover it with foil so that it doesn't burn and then it cooks for about an hour and 15 minutes in the oven at 180 And then you pierce it to make sure that it's cooked nicely and you let it sit for a little while and then you run a knife down the sides of the tin to release it and pull it up and carefully cut it. If you want to leave it overnight, you can, or if you don't eat all of it in the first go. Which you probably won't. (laughs) Which you probably won't. Is then you can slice it and heat it up in slices on the tray. Now, so that is, to me, that's just a, you know, it's a bit of sleight of hand with the fact that you're using a tin, you've added a couple of eggs to the, to the cream to make a custard, and you're taking a little bit more time to turn this into something more elegant, mm. And a slightly, you know, and it does resonate quite differently than if you then, if you just wanted to make a potato gratin, is I would slice the potatoes in exactly the same way. I would toss them in cream, sans eggs. I would put them in a baking dish and I'd put some, I'd season it appropriately and I'd put some cheese on the top and I'd shove it in the oven in a vessel.
0: But then there's a thing which you'll then spoon out and it'll... Plop on your plate Plop on your plate and <laughs> it
1: will be it
0: doesn't have this this, it doesn't this have structure, this structure. Mm.
1: but I think that the thing about this is that the by changing a couple of elements very slightly is it's very easy to change it into a much more sophisticated thing when really it's exactly the same but just dealt with slightly differently.
0: It's a gorgeous thing. I mean, you just look at it and you think, "What?"
1: <laughs> well, you, that's if you, you eat potatoes and dairy. But True. not everybody does. But there you go,
0: Annie. That's a treat. We will we will pop the recipe uh, for Annie's potato and Gruyere chareen on the uh, blueprint page of the Radio National website. There it will be for your your winter feastings. <laughs> what a I think we need to eat all of this, Annie.
1: All right. No, it's too early. It's too early. Too early you can have for it for this tea. This much potato. You can have it for tea. Uh, now next time, more, more spuds. Yes. We're revisiting the potato cakes. Why not?
0: Yes. Or for those in other states, the potato... Scallop. Thank you. Until next time. Bye.